You're listening to The Wondernaut Show. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Wondernaut Show. I'm Alex Wondernaut, and today we have a very special episode for you. You might remember that in a previous podcast, I caught up with David Rodriguez, who told us about what it means to laugh your way through adversity and into success. You also might remember that he mentioned a very special lady, Saran Rothberg, the founder of Comedy Cures Foundation. Now, Saran actually popped into Marriott HQ the other day, along with her comedian friend Rick Younger. Luckily, David was on hand, armed with a microphone to capture what turned out to be a fascinating and also very funny conversation between the three of them. So, for this week's podcast, I'm going to hand over to David Rodriguez, Executive Vice President and Global Chief Human Resources. Officer. Enjoy. Hi, this is David Rodriguez standing in for Alex Wandernot of The Wandernot Show. And today I have two very special guests, Saren Rothberg of the Comedy Cures Foundation and Rick Younger, the renowned comedian. <laughs> renowned, I love it. You are renowned. Up. Yeah, yeah. He's absolutely. so humble. <laughs> Saren, first, thank you for joining us today at Marriott. It was an incredible day for our associates, and you have such a great story to tell. Thank you. You know, it was an honor to be asked here. Comedy Cures gets to travel all over the world, and I stay in a lot of your properties. So I have met firsthand on many continents the um, different associates. So today we had our Take Care Day, and... um, you know, you bring such a great story uh, to that. Tell us a little bit about, you know, the journey you've been on, because clearly a lot of people left here inspired today. Thank you. Um, For those of you who weren't able to come, we did uh, Comedy Cares Laughing Lunch for Wellbeing 2015, and I got to come in and play and really joke with and really show people um, from the inside out what it's like to use humor therapeutically, not only in a medical situation, which was my case, I'm a stage four cancer survivor with no visible disease, you know, thank God. And it's, you know, it's incredible to be able to take the journey that I've had where I used therapeutic humor and laughter and wellness, happiness and positive thinking, along with many different other treatments uh, from Eastern and Western medicine to get through the journey. Um, But what I realized is, wow, not only does this work in the chemo room, but I can use this to really work with the ill and underserved, no matter what your drama is. And then the application, we started having corporations call us and and governments and militaries and say, hey, can you bring some of the strategy to, you know, to our headquarters? And I told the story today in the event, uh, the way we got here today was, uh, Tiffany from Aetna, who works with uh, with Marriott, her mother, like eight years ago, saw a story about my journey in a magazine and cut it out and put it on a refrigerator as a daily inspiration to remember to laugh and, and experience joy and not let the stressors of life just pull her down. And when you guys were organizing Wellness Day, um, Tiffany called me and just said, you know, you don't know me, but we think that, you know, our associates would really benefit and love to hear your story, but also to be able to really experience an hour full of complete joy and laughter. And I called Rick Younger, who's sitting next to me, 
uh, who you would know from the Today Show. You can't see him because we're on a podcast, but <laughs> Rick is a very handsome... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't see that here, but trust her. <laughs> uh, pro- longest running uh, comedian, reoccurring comedian on the Today Show and in, uh, as I said today, in every third commercial on your TV screen <laughs> from uh, Verizon to Starburst to Chevy. I mean, really, you're missing out on not seeing him because he is uh, just really a wonderful person. Well, I'm going to ask everybody to go out and Google Rick. Yes, that's that. what Google is for. And I'm RickYounger.net. Yes, I'm the first five pages of Rick Younger on Google. <laughs> and once you get past that, there's a Rick Younger who's a captain of a ship. And there's a Rick Younger who's a basketball coach. I'm neither one of those. <laughs> but, Rick, tell us how you got involved with Comedy Cures and the great work that you're leading. Well, um, I was introduced to Saren by my former manager. Um, and he just knew the kind of person that I was and the kind of comedy that I did and he thought I would be a good match for Saren yeah. it just so happens we met we clicked and um right at the beginning yeah and like it, he was early on like I don't even think I had much hair then yeah and and, and Saren has, has definitely been an angel to me it's like um you know she she calls on me to do so many comedy cures events and you know over the years, my comedy has evolved, and she's seen me go in different directions with the comedy. Saren just loves me enough to think of me, and she brings me along to a lot of places that I probably would not have gone to without her. Like the United Nations. We United did the Nations. first comedy event yes. in the history of the U.N. Yes, together. you don't know how hard it is to tell jokes and be funny <laughs> until you have to tell jokes and no one speaks the same language it's like you speak english and maybe one other guy and then there's like seven or eight other languages in that room and you're like okay how do i make a person laugh who has no idea what i'm saying yeah and the answer is lots of funny faces and lots of falling down yes (laughs) no it's so true i mean comedy cures we work with hundreds of performers if you look on Showtime or HBO or Comedy Central, uh, you know, that's my who's who list for the charity. But uh, Rick and I have really, we've wa- he watched me survive cancer. I watched him uh, find his wife and get married and become a dad. I always make a joke that I didn't watch them make the baby, but I was there for every other part of it. <laughs> I think I would be described as a person that on average probably laughs exponentially more than the typical person. I just yeah. find the humor in life. And, you know, when I was hospitalized over the last year with acute promyelocytic leukemia, at the hospital... That's it, cancer, people. It, it was <laughs> cancer. It was very <laughs> fancy and very fast, but... Yeah, it it was pretty much cancer. It's it the highest cancer. But, you know, I realized that I had an asset, which was, you know, Clearly, the caregivers, the doctors, nurses, all very serious. Uh, I found, because I could be more relaxed about it and actually use humor, you know, they're human beings too. It helped to relax them, take a little bit of the edge off, uh, let them save a little bit of energy. And the way I got out of the hospital, by the way, it was a stage performance. Literally, I I knew for me I'd be better off as uh, an outpatient getting chemotherapy than being locked in a in a hospital cell. Exactly. Yeah. Me and too. so the day I got released, you know, <laughs> released. It is like prison. <laughs> it was like prison. A nurse said to me, "You know, you orchestrated that beautifully," and I knew what she meant. That morning when they did their morning rounds, I had set up my iPad, my laptop, and I had 
uh, the, the speakers, and I was uh, playing Farrell Williams' Happy. Nice. When they came to do their rounds, literally the, the head doctor said, it's like a party here. Yes. And so the nurse told me later, you know, when they all got together after their rounds, they said, okay, it's time for him to go. You know, he, that he disrupted. Needs to be out of yeah. Here. Yeah. And, and so, you know, having a positive outlook, using humor is such a powerful tool. We teach people, don't let them operate on you until they tell you a joke. So hold up the surgery until everyone in the room tells you a joke. <laughs> and it is hilarious what happens. And we, we tell our patients to tell them, uh, tell them before you get in the operating room so they have time to prepare. So it's not a shock, so they have time to get a joke. <laughs> and you will see nurses scurrying and people looking. And I'm like, you're even allowed to tell the same joke, but you have to tell a joke. And literally, they go around, you know, from scrub nurse to doctor, you know, to attending. Everybody has to tell a joke. And... Literally, you go under your anesthesia hearing everyone laugh. And I'm somebody that wakes up. Anesthesia doesn't work great on me. I'm that rare percentage of person that wakes up. And they are still telling jokes while they're operating. And people would go, oh, you don't want them doing that. No, you do. Because we talked about this in the program today. When you laugh, many wonderful things happen to the mind, body, and spirit. And they're actually, I mean, they're not laughing while they're making an incision, because that would be, but it reoxygenates the brain. It's like a refresher. And if you have a doctor that has 10 surgeries that day, and you have them take that little break like we make them take, they, you are actually refreshing. You're basically rebooting your surgical team. And they are coming at your surgery in a good mood and with vitality and focus and a lack of fatigue. So that same kind of energy applies in the in the corporate you know world when you encourage this kind of a day. I made the joke um, at the happiness break that um, that you guys were getting paid to have recess, you know, <laughs> right. and it really was. Right. It felt like recess. You everybody just looked a bit ageless, and they were socializing and having like treats and you know and signing stuff and getting excited about winning raffle prizes and. There was such a vitality in the room, and you said it was the most well-attended event of anything like it. I just feel super honored that you trusted Comedy Cures to come in here today and bring joy and wellness at this level. And what makes me even more excited is that we're already dialoguing during the break between the shows of how we're going to make this contagious worldwide to your properties and to your associates. And It connects so well to the origins of our business. You know, we were fortunate in having founders who clearly knew the most important element to our business will be the extent to which employees, our associates, felt joy and happiness in their yeah. lives. They knew that that would be uh, translated to our customers. And that's really what's been the success of Marriott, right? Yeah. It's a joy and happiness uh, in our employees and their passion for wanting to bring that joy and happiness yeah. to our customers. Uh, Sure, we have beautiful buildings, but yeah. that is not the number one reason why we've been successful. But we've experienced that well, worldwide. Well, that's it's very, it's very important, though. Like, a perfect example, yesterday I get here after hours of, of driving, and you come in, and that's the first person you see when you come into the hotel. And if you have any problems, if they are, you know, if their attitude is, is good and if they're happy and they're dealing with situations, you know, it makes you think because you're like, 
oh, man, I've been driving for however many hours. But if the person is nice to you, like, okay, let me dial it back. And then things things get done. Yeah. So um, it makes I, such yeah. a difference yeah, for it us because we travel so much. It really makes a difference. So thank you. Oh, thank you. And we're really delighted that you choose Marriott for your travels as well. We'll make sure to keep taking good care of you. All right. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yay. This is David Rodriguez for The Alex Wandernot Show. Thank you. And that's just about all the time we have this week. So thank you very much to my guests, Saran Rothberg, Rick Younger, and of course, David Rodriguez. And thank you for listening. Remember to check back regularly for more episodes of The Wondernaut Show.